Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Daytime Drinking. With the Crafty Boys. With the Crafty Boys. So um, I'd like to welcome, um, obviously myself first, uh, James, my good friend Pav, my good friend Harlan. Good to be here, good to be here. Yeah, cool. Right, so basically I think um, the whole shtick with this is that we've each brought two beers. Mm -hmm. We're going to test them, uh, taste them, and yeah. Give our honest thoughts. For our thoughts, right, yeah. So, I mean, so, we'll go around the table and first off maybe introduce the beers. Yeah, introduce yeah. our own beers. Yeah. Maybe say a little bit about our experience with beer. Yeah. Or lack of. I think it's fair to say we all have a varying experience. experience with beers. Um, Just say we're at different stages in our beer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Beer knowledge. A appreciation, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. a good word. Cool. Right, so, um, yeah, so maybe I'll start off. All right. So, um, first off, I've got from Siren Craft Brew, um, Kizetsu. I think Japanese sounding because it is um, a Japanese saison. Um, with uh, yuzu, sudachi, and cedarwood uh, included in the brew. I'd just like to say, I really appreciate their artwork. I love the way they do their, their bottles and their labels. Yeah, yeah, and I love the bottle caps as well. They go for very sort of like flowery designs and obviously bringing a lot of the hops and the um, wheat and whatnot. Yeah, so it's a dry hopped uh, Japanese saison. That's what I've got. First up, and second up, um, lovely artwork always from uh, Beaver Town with the Black Betty, uh, Black Agia. Yeah, always very good. Uh, yeah, always lovely, very um, distinctive. Mm. Got that Illuminati vibe going on. Should be good. Right. Really, um, I have bought uh, from Caledonian Brewery, Edinburgh Castle, I think that's what it's called. And this is a, a shingle, a shilling ale, sorry. Uh, and it's a ruby ale. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a Lindemann's Faro Lambic beer. And I don't know if you want to give it a little feel down there. Oh. That's really deep. A little yeah, that's concave like, action there. Wine yeah. bottle, concave bottle. Oh, yeah. Good way and to it's, hold it. It's got this lovely foil over the top as well. Yeah. It looks like a nice presentation. Makes it look like it's going to be a cork, but it's, it's definitely it's not. It's actually a cap. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, lastly, I. Uh, what have you got, Harlan? So, what I have with my lack of experience of craft beers is to begin with a Krabby's ginger beer. <laughs> Now, as you can tell from the uh, beautiful design of the bottle and the elephant, Krabby's ginger beer is, as I've been told, not a craft beer. <laughs> I know this now. The more you know. It'll, it'll be good to know for next time. <laughs> but I think it's still going to be a nice drink. I do like ginger beer and it is alcoholic, so I'm sure it'll do. I think you redeemed yourself with the second one. With the second one. Now, I'm probably going to butcher this uh, pronouncing, but it's from Dunbar, Scotland, I believe. And it's called Bellhaven. Yeah? Yeah. Bellhaven Brewery and it's Twisted Grapefruit IPA. So that should be uh, pretty interesting. I think it'll add a nice flavour to it because usually IPAs can be a bit bitter if I'm not mistaken. No? Is that not them? I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking to you guys. <laughs> I have zero experience. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's definitely, um, there's, there seems to be quite a lot of uh, grapefruit and mm. uh, fruit infused IPAs at the minute. Obviously, you've got uh, Elvis Juice by Brewdog. Is that new? Great grapefruit. It's been around for a mm, fair while okay. now. Um, you've, right, you've got um, Club Tropicana from uh, Tiny Rebel Brewery, yeah. um, which is another tropical fruit infused IPA. Yeah, it seems to be quite beginning. I've got to say, I'm a massive fan of um, the fruit infused fruit infused IPA. It just, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. It just always tastes great. So where should we start? Um, should we get crumbies up? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get that. One. All right. Cheers. <laughs> just uh, might as well. 
What, what, what can we say about Crammies? They, they, uh, they well, sponsor a lot of rugby. Um, they love their rugby. It's a, a alcoholic ginger beer. I mean, I think they've been around for years. I think they had a comeback a couple of what? Oh yeah, about five I remember when ago. they first had those adverts yeah. coming out, like old fifty style or something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's still a, a ginger beer. I'm, it's I'm a ginger not, beer with alcohol I'm, in it, so I'm, it's not I'm an not actual really sure. beer. We're using some uh, beautiful... Uh, some very nice glasses well, that we have. One for glasses uh, that I got from my uh, Beer 52. Um, beer 52. I'm here using a piss-up in a brewery glass. And uh, I'm also using Black a... Uh, brewery. Yeah, from their uh, famous aforementioned uh, piss-up in a brewery that they actually failed to organise yeah. in the brewery. So it had to ah. be done at the pub next door. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely event beer. Right. Let's start off All with right. testing. Okay. That's gingery. Mm. Yep, tastes like probably ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I think when you picked this out, what were your thoughts? Alright, so when I was at the shop and I was like, okay, craft beers, what is a craft beer? I don't know what a craft beer is. A beer with some sort of flavour or infusement to it. And then I saw ginger beer, I was like, oh yeah, this has got to be something like that, right? It's quite a sweet. Oh, it's very sweet. Yeah, it beverage. is just ginger beer, yeah. which is a yeah. soft drink. And it's got that fire at the back of your throat as mm. well, like, obviously. Is your typical uh, ginger? It's what beer. you would expect from a ginger beer with alcohol in it. Now, I, I didn't do this, but I was thinking that we should have got maybe a, like Foster's or a Carling to go as a, to clear a palate, palate cleanser between. Yeah, we've got, we've got, got water. water, but... water that, uh, <laughs> I thought we could take a little dig at the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, I think if anything, it might uh, taint the palate rather than uh, cleanse it. You'll have some weird aftertaste. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's refreshing. It's drinkable. Give, give, give it that. But I don't believe it's yeah. what we were looking for. I, I think there's definitely time and place for a Krabby's and um, during a craft beer podcast. Definitely, definitely not. I've found out <laughs> that is not the place and I'll remember this for next time. I'll do a bit more research instead of just being like, oh yeah, this will do. Right. Should we go for one of yours next? Yeah. Um, which one are you feeling? I think let's get this, uh, let's get this Caledonia one out of the way here. Yeah. Uh, it the, looks the, the, really the nice ale. the bottle. It de- definitely looks sort of like your quintessential uh, proper English oh, uh, yeah. mm. ale from uh, oh, back in the day. That before. does look pretty nice. Look at that colour. The colours, the bubbles. And just the sound, you know, the next pour, I'm going to hold it really close to the mic so it can just get a little ASMR action. Beautiful. I'll say very much first off. The colour of it is beautiful. Absolutely lovely. You can see why it's called um, a ruby ale. Ooh. I wish you guys could see this. It smells pretty good. What are you, what are you smelling? Mm. Not much, just quite just uh, the generic ale. Generic ale smell. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely um, got the bitterness of um, but it's not your usual bitter. ale. Um, not. Not very highly hopped, I imagine, hmm. as a lot of these older beers are. It says on the packet it's got a satisfying finish, and I, I, I think I would agree to that. I think it yeah. does have a little... Very smooth, very nice head. That's what she yeah. said. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense if I'm normal. Okay, sorry. It does make sense no, in I, some I know, uh, tr- Traditional um, English ales aren't very flavourful mm. uh, to... to be sort of like quite blunt with it. Um, but I've heard that goes back um, a couple hundred years to when 
basically breweries were um, said to be using dodgy malt uh-huh. to make the beer. Hmm. So, and just putting loads and loads of hops into it to overpower the taste of the, the dodgy malts. Are so we? basically a couple hundred years back to, for the breweries to then show the fact that they aren't making dodgy beer, they lessened the hoppy taste so you could really taste that malt. So, yeah. so you could really see that it wasn't, it was They're decent quality, quality, yeah. quality, quality mm. malt. And I think that's sort of like what has bred the sort of like, I think definitely of the um, 80s, you imagine, you know, the proper Englishman's mm. ale. So are you aware of any other ruby ales that you think would be worth a taste or, you know, anything that's, um, yeah, anything that's stood out in the past? I don't know if it's a big thing to do on the craft beer scene or ruby um, ale. You definitely get them. Out. Um, none of spring to mind at this at this point, but um, there are definitely some more sort of like crafty versions of the ruby ale. And um, I must say though, it is beautiful to drink. Mm. It goes down smooth, not too strong, but you can taste just a bit of the alcohol in it. Now the color though, how do they achieve that? Did you happen to know? Because this, I don't think I've ever seen anything that looks this beautiful. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Look, doesn't it look like Carlsberg? Does it? It just looks. Better than like Foster's cars, but all of that. What I usually drink and the crabbies. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be the type of malt that they use usually. Hmm. Usually comes from the sort of like the roasting of the malt and sort of like how long it's been in and what time. I will say, yesterday I had, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but Innis Guns original for the first time, yeah. and that was a delight. They're, they're lovely. You, you really want to try their, um, their, so I have the whiskey and the rum. Barrel aged beers. Okay. So basically, they're taking. I think they oak aged the original yeah. anyway. Yeah. But um, they aged them in rather than like virgin barrels. They aged them in ones that have been used to uh, rum and rum and whiskey. My, my, my favourite is rum. Basically, just get very nice hints, and especially with the wheat one, I think they've used very peaty uh, whiskey. You just get that lovely peaty, smoky mm-hmm. flavour coming through. Uh, mm. Just taking my time enjoying this a bit too much. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, what, what, what sort of like percentage is um, that bit? So this is a 4.1. 4.1. Should we just quickly finish this off? I'll just like uh, add a little bit in yeah. I'll let you guys finish it off on a slow drinker. So. <laughs> and just to let you know, this first episode, um, what I'm, I'm trying to think, what was the uh, the inspiration for daytime drinking? Just touch on that a little bit. I think we just uh, we just wanted to expand our horizons a little bit, share yeah. our appreciation for these beers. More for me, technically. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. also just give a bit back to the community, you know, in a way. Definitely, it's, it's such a thriving community at the minute, mm. and there's um, so, so, so many breweries yeah. out there, the, the numbers are just skyrocketing, you go to these uh, beer festivals and there's just yeah. new breweries every time. And you just need to look at the success of someone like Brewdog and what they're doing. Oh yeah, you know, I, uh, I signed up for my free pint today, or yesterday, and... When you look at the locations, it's incredible. They have so many locations. Not only how many there are in the UK, but also internationally, you mm. know, in Sweden, in Denmark. So it's getting very popular. Yeah, they've opened a couple of Brewdog hotels now as well. There's hotels? One, yeah. Wow. Especially one opened up in Edinburgh soon, and uh, there's a special uh, beer fridge in the shower, so you can have a shower, shower beer. Um, there's there's apparently taps in the room, so you can just get a tap oh. of the beer straight in your hotel room. All right, well, we, we should definitely yeah. go and do a review of one of these places at some point. <laughs> definitely. Rinse time! <laughs> well, I must say, that was very refreshing and enjoyable. Well, shit's about to get real. Are we about yeah. to get some of that good yeah. good? So, um, next, I felt, next up, I think, um, go for the uh, 
uh, Siren Craft Brew. Um, looking forward Kisetsu, to this the, the Japanese, the Japanese. So um, Siren Craft Brew um, from Finch Hampstead. Right. Um, started in 2012. I think they really got going in uh, 2013. Hmm. Um, so they've been around for 30 years now. Um, a big one in a lot of games. Like um, most of the um, craft beer pubs, especially around here in Nottingham, anyway, um, all tend to have oh, at least one of them on. That looks almost like liquid gold. <laughs> That's an apt description. And then mm. what is a saison for those of us who might not know what that is? Not me, I know what it is. <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea, so please. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I don't know the exact definition, I'll maybe look it up in a sec, but um, usually it's sort of like, it's, I think it's a, um, a Belgian sort of like mm. variety, um, usually quite uh, soured. Uh, in respects, but um, it's got a very interesting yeah. smell to it. You can already tell from the smell, like we're we're dealing with a different beast. Yeah. Mm. So, Saison uh, is a pale ale that is highly carbonated, fruit, spicy, and often bottled conditioned. Um, it's historically brewed with low levels of alcohol, um, but modern productions of the style have moderate to high alcohol. This one being, I believe, um, four point one percent as well. No, sorry, no, this one's six. Six? Six percent. Mm. It has got ABV. a very distinct flavour in my mouth wow. that I, I don't know how to describe it. Mm. I want to call it hoppiness, but I'm not sure if that's what it is. Mm. So I think um, you sort of like get that, um, it's because it's been, it's a dry hopped, um, which uh, pretty much means I believe that um, the hops are sort of like added in after the initial brew. Okay. Um, so they're left in there to just sort of like give it that really sort of like aromatic mm. flavours. I say my glass is nearly empty, but you still get a very strong. Oh yeah, the smell. smell yeah. It's very potent. It's yeah. yeah. Potent. You almost get to get so it's got. I think numerous woods that it's sort of like fired with. Hmm. You definitely get the, the woody tones coming yeah. through. The quite oh, sort of like sweet cedar. I would love to see the process, you know, from start to finish. Mm. You know, we should the ingredients coming in and how they're processed. And definitely need to learn more about it. But as someone who knows zero about the process, I assume you both know a, a little yeah. bit. A little bit. I can tell you about the bottling process. So I can tell you about how they apply the labels. So <laughs> the bottling process, I'm pretty sure they just put it in the bowls. But... So the hops... That's what a noob would say, they just put it in the bottles. So the hop, what do the hops do for the actual, in the brewing process? What is their purpose? As someone who has zero so understanding of how brewing works. Yeah. It's, so I think it's primarily the sort of like after flavours. The after flavours. Of the okay. beer um, and the smell. I think um, definitely the smell. Hmm. Usually when the beer's going through, you sort of like, you add um, different hops or even the same hops at different stages some to give you the taste some to give you the smell okay and just all of those combined so i think um this one if i believe um no i don't have um the hops but it's actually a uh, made in collaboration with um tonk otsu uh tonotsu uh, i can't pronounce the japanese <laughs> names at all so i'm afraid of them. but um it's, so it's in collaboration with um, a japanese brewery um, and incorporate ingredients such as yuzu and sudachi mm. um, for that tart and zesty citrus kick. Um, it actually also uses floral oolong tea leaves um, and uh, uses the saison Dupont yeast, um, and it sort of like brings fruit to a uh, final 
cedar wood spin. It's definitely some high quality craft beer because ah, it's so good, refreshing. It looks amazing. It smells amazing. Okay. We've only just started. I know this is only the first episode, and there's so much more to see. But you're setting the bar pretty high. I, th- I think. It's, it's a really nice and fresh beer. It really cuts through sort of like the other beers we've had, um, mm. and as well, the the taste doesn't really stay on the tongue long. I think it's, it's sort distinct of like, while it's there, but it doesn't mm-hmm. overstay. It's welcome. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Obviously, this first episode we're still playing around with formats and things like that. Mm. But I think we should have a ranking at the end of each episode to say, of course, in this episode, <laughs> this is the one that we like the most. Number one, Krabby's ginger beer. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think it's also like, yeah, maybe not on this first go, but maybe we could sort of like start introducing a pointing system. Yes. Um, for each one to sort of like um, colour. Colour, smell, uh, smell taste, tastes. Texture, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Viscosity, maybe? Yeah. Just throw some, throw some random science words in there, sounds smart. Yeah, yeah there are definitely. I, I, I did actually mean to bring it today. I've got a little booklet of sort of like to track your beer tasting. Oh, no, no. It's, <laughs> yes, yes, it's, it's called my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, the alcohol is saying it. You can tell now. We're all getting there. Yeah, we're only three in this one. Um, it, it took all of eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, we may be ranking, but yeah, that, mm. that's a beautiful one. I've never had it before. Um, love the brewery, uh, Siren Craft. But yeah, that was absolutely lovely. You can see that it was um, bottle conditioned as well. There's still um, a little bit of uh, yeast in the bottom there yeah. when it's been oh. conditioned. Wow, cloudy stuff at the bottom. Look at that. Huh. Yeah, I think it'd be really nice, say, with um, a nice little, uh, quite like pasta or something like that, because it really cut through the sort of like. Oh yeah. I was thinking we should have like a, a different beer snack every week. Rinse time. This episode was brought to you by Casa Three Hundred and Twenty, Nottingham's hottest property. I'm sure the sponsorship game is going to go through the roof in no time. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right, as soon as we get Squarespace, then we know we've made it. Yeah. Squarespace for life. Do you want to make a website? Well, we made one for our craft brewery podcast. <laughs> Daytime drinking. All right then. So next up, so we have faces everywhere. I just want to let that be known. The Belhavery Twisted Grapefruit IPA. Mm. Should be good. Now before this you pour is... it, what do you think it's gonna look like? Do you think it's gonna have a pink right. shoe to it or So because I don't grapefruit grapefruit is it pink? It's not pink. It's like yellowy, it's is it? Pink. No, it's, yeah, it's pink. Maybe a yeah. light pink, sort of. Already already orange pink, pink I think, yeah. but we'll we'll see. I don't I don't think it will do because the colouring of the actual uh pour it. beer or that the IPA, usually they're dark, aren't they? IPAs, from what I've seen, they're very dark coloured, so... Yeah, I was right, it's not pink. But it's not dark either. Well, it's not dark either, well, it's balancing each other out, isn't it? Alright, I don't know how much there is in this can, because it's... Uh, 330 mils, like every can ever. Well, you know, me and, me and volumes, we're not friends. I'll probably top everybody up after I put in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that one literally has um, a line on Yeah, everybody it, needs so a top up, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not as dark as I was expecting, but it's also not pink, so I wasn't technically wrong on that. 
Uh, it's, it's very much golden, I think. Yeah, yeah that is definitely awesome. Obviously, IPAs do come in all sorts of colours. For example, we'll be coming up with a black IPA later, which is very oh, much fuck. Right. I was going to say spoiler yeah. alert. Black IPs. We'll bring the black IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to put on a black IP song when that happens? <laughs> I don't I know don't, if we can afford that. I, yeah, probably not, probably not. We afford the rights for that song. Right, yeah. Right. You can smell the fruit on it. Yeah, straight yeah. away. Wow. You can smell it. It smells like, like opening up a grapefruit, pretty much, doesn't it? Mm. Look at you with your next level tasting. Hey, I messed up on the Krabby's ginger beer, but I'm not messing up on anything else. Yeah. Now, I can't really taste the grapefruit, but I could smell it. I can smell it? I can smell it, but I can, can't taste it. Smell it. I think you get sort of like the, the fruity citrusness coming through, but not the distinct yeah, grapefruit. Yeah, there's that tartness when, yeah. you, when you take the sip. And it's got a very sharp, bitter aftertaste, I'd say. Mm. Very sharp. Yeah, it is a lot more bitter than what I was expecting it to be. It's, a, it's, got, it's definitely got a punch, that's how I describe it. It's not bad. And what's the artwork looking like here? We've got a little grapefruit that says what? Well, look, it says It has eyes on it, it has a mouth. On the can it says bold, sharp and zingy. And I think it is we've bold. picked those it things sharp, up ourselves. Yeah. And it is zingy. So kudos to Bellhaven for I do love the smell though of the grapefruit. It just ah, oh, it smells so good. It does smell beautiful. And again, it's got a lovely goldish colour to it. Not pink. Okay, not not, pink. not dark either though. Whatever. When I bring out my grapefruit IPA, it will be pink. <laughs> You're not allowed to add food colouring to it. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I've, I've got it. I could quite easily see myself drinking three of these in a row. Mm. They, they are going down very nicely. Definitely not my favourite kind of alcohol, but... Oh, because the more fruit. I'm drinking it, the more I'm getting the grapefruit, the more I'm getting that... Yeah, I've, I've got to say that, that, that last mouthful, especially sort of like you swirl around your mouth a bit, maybe it's the sort of like aromatics coming out, but it, hmm. it, it's definitely punching of grapefruit now, yeah. All I've really got is a bitterness all over my tongue that's not going away. Bitter yeah. and bitter. Welcome to the world of IPAs, my friend. <laughs> I yeah. think, because this, this is the first time I've actually had an IPA, I've never had one before. So, like, what is your experience of beer? Because I know, like, okay. have you ever tried anything like this before, or is it mainly you've been sticking to the big... So mainly I've been sticking to Foster's when I'm hanging out with my mate. That's, like, the main thing we drink, which I don't know why it's terrible. You didn't hear that from me. And then usually maybe Carling or Heineken, Bex, just the big brands. None of the small time stuff. Every now and again, yeah, I'll have a Guinness. Okay, but that's not that's not, not that's not a small time either, is it? That's just something different. Just a bit of a different stout, yeah. A stout instead of a lager. But this is my first proper experiences with IPAs and pale ales and all the others. So I'm gonna need some time to allow my palate to become more refined, but right now it's just bitter. I will say, pretend James isn't here, but... <laughs> I used to say, like, you know, Carlsberg, that's the one, that's the king of the beers, but the more I've been drinking craft beer, the more I've appreciated all the various tastes and what's really been going on. And Over when time, I go, yeah, that palate. When I go to a Weatherspoons now, I'm not looking at, like, what's the main things they got on tap. I'm looking at what they got in that's 
What's yeah. the other things they have? The more yeah. special things. Exactly. Yeah, what's in a pumps rather than what's, what's the under yeah. Yeah, the nitro taps. Oh, um, yeah, I love the smell so much. It's, it's true. Like You just get that variety and... I think in the past it's just been like, yeah, I'm going to drink beer to get drunk. But no, I really do think I, I just have drink more, beer more of an appreciation for it. Yeah, I think what you can experience. Yeah, there's just so much flavour out there with, yeah. with your Carlsberg, mm. with, your, with your lagers. They're just so just generic. Generic and bland. Yeah, I mean, look at the Heineken pump taps that, you know, have the ice on it. That apparently, as well, I learned, you know those little readings? Mm. They're not real. No. Oh. They, they, they just randomise between zero, uh, one, one, and minus one. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> surprise, oh. surprise. Yeah. But exactly. So they want to get that, get it so cold, purely just so you you, you can't taste it. Yeah. Mm. So like, numbs your, your tongue a bit. It numbs your it just, senses. It gets it down as quick and fast as possible without actually tasting or disturbing the person. It's all lies. Yeah. Whereas, I, I'd much sooner sit around have a couple of these uh, grapefruit RPAs, which... It's not uh, bad. How strong is it? It's a... We're working on a 5.3. It's a 1.7 units. Where's the percentage at? Oh! Yeah, uh, yeah 5.3. 5.3, yeah. 5.3. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty sort of like standard Stella. Stella about 5%. So it's still yeah. sort of like within that range. Obviously, you do get some crazy craft beers, which, you know, like 8 I've seen some that, like 12%. Um, I have ordered... And it's, it's going to be Belgian heavy, but I've ordered yeah. my beers like for the next oh, yeah. four weeks. <laughs> I I uh, went back to uh, see him yesterday, and he had just a box full, four by four of just. And some of these, yeah, they like they got to like ten percent, and it's. I think especially, it's it's, especially when you start going to like Belgium, especially the like Trappist beers oh. and whatnot. That's where you get into the the high. Spoiler alert! Episode two triple coming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm already feeling this. It's hitting me hard. Oof. Yeah. No, I've, I've got to say that, but yeah. It's um, not bad. It's not bad. Bellhaven Twisted Grapefruit. Yeah, it's different to what I was it's, expecting. It's bold, it's sharp, and it's zingy. Yeah, it's a lovely beer. I think it definitely gets better the further down into the beer you get. I was not expecting Bellhaven to have been around since 1719, though. That has mm. really caught me off guard. Yeah, I think been I, I, a, a lot of these brews obviously are latching onto this whole idea oh, of craft yeah. and they've been doing it for a while themselves. and now they know yeah. what they're doing so they can easily get into it easily figure yeah. out the right things I to mean, do even, even uh, breweries like uh, Green King are starting to sort of like now do the sort really? of like wow. more modern craft beery things so yeah I think everyone's really jumping onto it Anyways, what time is it? Rinse time! <laughs> this podcast brought to you by drinking do it with your friends <laughs> and do it alone <laughs> This podcast brought to you by Snacks. Great with beer. <laughs> snacks it. Snacks it. Jeez. Alrighty, um, we are two thirds of the way through, guys. Oh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty drunk, mate. I can sense the alcohol in my blood. My blood. Okay, who's got the bottle opener? We're about to go for a. Lindemann's Faro Lambic beer. So what I'm can you tell us about? I've no idea what a Lambic beer is. Where's Where's it from? I can tell you because it doesn't sound like it's yeah. It doesn't sound like it's British. I can tell you it's four and a half percent, and I can tell you it's a bit of an unusual quantity. We have thirty-seven and a half centiliters. Centiliters. Now, is it? This is not infused with any flavors. It's just standard. Oh, oh my goodness! It's got a cork on it. It actually it has, has a cork. cork. Hold on. Have we actually got? I believe we do have a cork. Oh, okay. Oh, oh wow. wow. So, wow. I don't think I've ever seen that before. A cork 
And a cap on top. Yeah, what's the purpose of that? I don't know. Oh. Um, we got you got some bad news for us. I don't I don't think we have a cork in this apartment. A cork. That's not a cork, a cork remover. Whatever they I don't think we have one. Okay, um Do do any of you have any impromptu ways of well, this was unexpected. Yeah, no, it really was. We've been so, locked up. I mean, just like a really thin thing. <laughs> we need, we need thin, something stabby that thing. Stabby thing. Stabby thing. I've got a key. Like twisted, I think. I don't I think it really is thin enough so you can try and pull it out. If we get a fork in at an angle and pull up, would that work? Have you got a very... I feel like it's going to break away at the cork. Actually, you know what? Maybe try a fork. Well, I think it'll break away at it, though. Wow. How was in, how do you not have a corkscrew? Have you ever been in a bachelor's apartment? Castle <laughs> <laughs> 320, we don't drink champagne. <laughs> yeah, wine or? Oh, my wine comes in a, a screw top. Oh, yeah, screw top so, for life. Not in a screw top, in a... Oh, carton? Carton. 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 <laughs> Alright, so... Oh, the this way, is going to end so badly. Yeah, the, way I'm, I mean, the way I'm thinking... It, actually, I'm going to do it over by the sink in case it goes wrong. Should we maybe save that for another time? And uh, do, you, do you have another one available that you can bring out? Yeah. I can bring out yeah. a, a wild card. Yeah. Alright, alright. Let's bring out yeah, a wild yeah, card. Yeah, let's switch that off when uh, we'll be better prepared next time. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to bring a corkscrew. <laughs> I, I can't believe that. Wait, you don't have a corkscrew? We don't have a corkscrew and it's got a cork in it. I've never seen that. Who's got a Swiss army though? I don't know fruit. You also don't have any glasses. I had to I had to bring two yeah, glasses from home. Yeah, it's not very very well prepared, prepared this place is. Although I do remember I got this bottle opener thing, but it's not got a corkscrew on it. No. It's just card. I'm just going like, around to the neighbours to get a. You know what? That's a good idea. Before we before we do episode two, I'm going to go around to the neighbours and see if anyone's got a corkscrew. So. <laughs> In, in its place, in the Lambic Beer's place, I have a double brew lager mm. by Wolf Warning. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Wolf Warning. Um, it's a 5.3%. 5.3. Now, what can you tell us about it? What makes this different to well, what we've had before? Let's give it a taste and we'll find out, right? Oh, that looks, a, that looks quite nice. It's I'll take a little bit less because I'm getting a bit drunk now, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a little bit less. That's exactly that. <laughs> So hopefully this this may be a little bit more extreme. We've been used to lagers. You get double brew. Although I've got to say most mm. of the craft lagers are very had just interesting, aren't like lagers interesting at all. Interesting smell to it. So no, uh, typically for um, a lager, mm. they have to be basically um, fermented at colder temperatures. Okay. Um, which is why I think it sort of like lends itself much more to an industrial setup rather than small craft breweries. Mm. It's easier to do on an industrial scale then. Okay, there's something about so this smell, I can't place it, but it's familiar. What do you think it means by double brew? Like, it went through the process twice? I don't know. Could be. And are, is anyone here familiar with Wolf Warning as a brewery? As the noob of this group, I have no idea. I think... I, I'm, no, I'm not, but I could have sworn that they... Did they also do ciders? They, I remember seeing quite a few different ones that they do when I was out and about, but I can't recall all, the, all of the names and different ones. But they do do more than just this. They have a fair selection. It's Swedish. Swedish, yeah. I'm going to say, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of this. It's, say, it's almost got a bready smell to it, I think. Yeah, it's quite bready. It's like... um. So the couple of times um, I, I've done a homebrew, you sort of like you get your malt 
and it's sort of like this quite sugary water mm. and then you maybe put in a, a few hops and whatnot but this just tef- definitely tastes sort of like there's something the, the, not right the, about yeah, it the, the brew that hasn't completely finished yeah maybe um, they tried to do it twice because it didn't finish yeah. the first time <laughs> it's just very malty and yeah I'm not a big fan I, I'll drink it but I'm not a big fan it's not even light it's just got a very stunted bitter end to it even though it's not that bitter but especially compared to the grapefruit mm. yeah going, it leaves, going it leaves, from that to this it leaves barely a taste in your mouth yeah the moment you, you swallow it it's just gone it's a bit of a nothing beer isn't it mm. well it is a 5.3% maybe it's more for getting drunk than enjoying yeah, although I mean, the, I mean, the grapefruit one was also 5.3% but that was more potent yeah I mean the, the the brewery logo is sort of like a little warning triangle with a fox on it. But mm. I think really it's just warning you not to drink it. Unfortunately, this is... <laughs> it's just, yeah. It, it, it looked like it would have quite a bit of potential with the wolf warning. I'm getting like Illuminati vibes from it. I don't know about you guys, but the whole, you know, yeah, pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're about to have another Illuminati vibe I mean, in I'm a minute. I'm not sure about any of the... <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we've doubled up on the pyramid now. I will say, I can't really smell much from it. It's very faint, the smell, when you try to... Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah, much to I it. I mean, it's, it it's smells like a typical lager, I think. It's a bit, a bit disappointing. Not, not much to it. At least it's aptly named. Mm. Yeah, there's a bit of, well, a slight bit of bitterness, and then it quickly fades away. Let us, let us banish this wolf body, double blue lager, and uh, move on. I yeah. banish the... Yeah, you'd like to sip and uh, taste my beer, but that one's definitely gone down a couple of gulps. <laughs> yeah, just get it out of the way. Right. Didn't enjoy that. So, Did so. not enjoy that. Oh, oh. look at the time. It's Ritz time! Ritz time! I just noticed that Lindemann, as they went through the effort of printing onto the cap as well, even though the cap is covered by this at all time, so... I feel like they're building the hype almost. You know? <laughs> it's uh, the details that matter, the little details. And I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but we're about to draw to a close on the we're first already, episode of Daytime Drinking. We're already Drinking. near the end. Yeah. Well, We've I got mean, the last one left. I mean, maybe a little submarines or Oh yeah, we ranking. need to have a submarine ranking, of course. But... Well, I know what's coming last. <laughs> Not Actually, cra- not, 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 you know what? Crabby's beat out. We didn't, we didn't think it'd be as tough as that. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry to say, yeah. but Crabby's is better than Wolf yeah. Warnings. I'm sorry. It actually is. We'll save it. We'll get to right. it, but I will defend my terrible choice. Right. So, our final beer of uh, episode one is the Beaver Town Black Betty Black IPA. Um, obviously, Beaver Town, big name, especially. Oh, I, yes. I think probably worldwide, maybe if not. Yeah. Just um, so they've the been UK around a while, then I assume. Yeah, um, yeah, I think they've been around. Since, I think they came um, to problems with their death rate, if I'm not confused. Yeah, death rate was a big one. You find that pretty much anywhere now. I think there you go. Um, yeah. Sounds like the, a treat. The, <laughs> death rate. The, yeah. <laughs> it, it is lovely. Like I mean, um, you can see you can get it in clubs now. In like, clubs, it's, yeah, it's, wow, it's, it's that big. Um, that is popular, so, then. That is popular. Beaver Town have been around since 2011, right. um, but yeah, so this is their um black IPA. I believe it comes with sort of like um hints of uh black cherry. Oh, um, black cherry, 
I don't expect to taste it, but I do expect to smell it. If yeah. I can't smell it. So apparently the concept came up, um, revolved around the sort of like old chewy sweets, you know, blackjacks and fruit salads. So oh, sort of yeah. like, I think those oh. ones. So, um, yeah, let's crack it open. Let's do this. Oh, this one comes in a, um, a nice can. can. Now the can itself is absolutely amazing to look at. It's got skeletons yeah. on it. It's very dark with black and purple look at patterns that. and there's pyramids around it's very illuminati-esque and yes this is a very dark color it looks just dark brown you could mistake this for maybe coca-cola it looks like a stout so this is what a stout should look like i mean it's a black ipa but black this is very, very dark yeah putting wrong words in my mind <laughs> i would say it looks like a stout but the bottle i know like if you show me barely this, any light like coming through this. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, you can smell the cherry on it. Mm. Alright, here we go. Ooh. That's very bitter. That is very bitter. Can't taste the cherry, but you can smell it, and it is so very bitter. Mm. Oh, I just saw the percentage 7.4. Yeah, 7.4? 7.4%. <sighs> it's the big boy, I think it's the, the strongest. This is the strongest one we've had so far, yeah. None of these have been that strong, but mm. oh, the taste, the bitterness is just lingering and lingering. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's unpleasant. It's, it's, it's not a strong bitterness, it's definitely it's, there and it lingers. But it lingers, it's but it's not overpowering. It doesn't make you feel I'll tell you what, put. It's that, it. it's that slightly licorice bitterness. I think. Yes. A bit like, like aniseed-y. Mm. Yeah. Normally, I hate licorice, but in this, yeah. it, I think it works. It works. It's not too powerful and it doesn't last too long. Like now, already, it's starting to fade and I can feel myself wanting it again. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a really smooth, quite quite thick, thick like, like not stout thick, but definitely thicker than the lager or the mm. crabbies. I'd definitely say it coats your mouth. Mm. Like It gets all over. I like it. I definitely like it. I wasn't expecting to like it, but I like it. Yeah, especially being this, this dark as well. Mm. And just the design on the can and the intricacy of it all is just so amazing. Do you know what makes an IPA black? What is it because these, you know, a certain ingredient is roasted to quite an extent or? Yeah, I think um, usually um, whatever the, the grains that they've used um, or they use, um, well actually I, I've got it here. So yeah, they hint of a roast by adding Kaffroth malts from Germany. Shout out to the Germans. That gives it sort of like that dark touch with the, um, sort of like a minimal hop flavour, but yeah, it's basically sort of like a very dark green. I know it's used quite a lot in um, stouts, and I know um, uh, German uh, wheat beer as well. Oh yeah, I've got a Dunkel here for yeah. to come in. Oh, oh that's going to be fun. <laughs> but yeah, I think just overall, it's a I very nice, well-rounded drink. It's enjoyable. I think um, it's quite, almost quite rich. I definitely wouldn't be one of those ones that you could, like with the grapefruit, I think I could... Um, you could easily drink, the grapefruit a lot easier to drink than this. It's yeah. much less yeah. powerful on your palate. Yeah, whereas this... Yeah, def definitely one amongst 
a tasting mm. session, but I'm definitely not sure whether I'd won four or five pints in a row. Mm. This um, is the kind of thing you have maybe one of in the and night. You, just you to really appreciate it. Yeah, mm. you appreciate it. You take your time with it. Unfortunately, yeah. we rushing through the podcast will not be doing that. But this is one of those drinks I can see myself. You spend an hour just slowly enjoying it. Yeah. And experiencing the full field of the full range, not field range field, mm. full range of flavors. Yeah. That come with it. Yeah, I think it would go really nice with sort of like a really nice mature cheddar with a bit of red onion chutney or something. I was about to say it would go well with like some cheese and onion crisps. Yeah. Guys, when we do our snacks, I feel like, forget crisps, we should have like proper... You want, you want a cheese board? I want a cheese board! Yeah. You know what, even though I'm not a big fan of cheese, I can see myself eating cheese with this. I can actually see myself eating cheese with this and that's that's something that I've never, never thought I'd say. Definitely the oh, absolutely the, love the smell. The slight licorice is definitely coming mm. through more and more. I can see myself like at a beer festival with this and everything else just kind of zoning out because there's so much going on yeah. that you just you can get lost in the flavors. Yeah, it's a very complex beer, isn't it? Mm. There's so a lot to process. Mm. I could just smell this for days. It just smells so good. You get that hint of cherry with the bitterness. I think this is the first beer to just shut us up. <laughs> you will think. We've been talking yeah. through most of them, and this one we're just like, oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, I think the fine bubble ones probably help with that as well, but yeah. <laughs> you can definitely sit in and fully appreciate these. I've got to say, it had a really, really nice head on it. Oh yeah. It wasn't sort of like stout esque. It wasn't too much, but it was just yeah. enough. Which is very rare these days. So for a uh, but yeah, just very quickly for the um, the hop lovers uh, out there. Um, so this one has uh, Columbus, uh, Chinook, and Citra hops in it. Ah. So these hops would have been uh, grown in different areas, or what would be the difference between these hops? Uh, so different varieties. Different varieties. Yeah. So there's um, more than just one hop. I did not know this. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 yeah, so um, it's definitely, um, yeah, I'd say almost, I don't know if it's a great metaphor, but sort of like, you know, obviously you see a lot in America, mm. the different strains of weed. Ah. Um, so there are sort of like different strains of hops and okay. whatnot. And, uh, so it's a similar um, thing to that. Yeah, okay, uh, and okay. a lot of them are sort of All like, right. they've been cultivated in different countries. Mm. So sort of like. Grown in different environments. Yeah, yeah. They um, evolved in different ways. Um, I know, um, obviously, one hops in this Citra, um, especially a year or two ago. But even now, that it was a really, really sort of like big hop that you sort of like found most IPAs would have. You would get um, just single hop um, Citra um, IPAs that um, were absolutely flying out of all the pubs that I saw. All yeah. right. Yeah, great. Mm. So, um, I right, think summary then. So, all right. Um, so num number one. Yeah. I think, I think this is number one, guys. It got us to shut up. Yeah, I, 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 it has to. Yeah, yeah, I think this was a good right. contender. The black, the black yeah, Betty the second, second, yeah. I would say second. I would say second. They, they are, they are very different beers, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually, I'm, 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 mm, yeah. Because it was the the. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Put them under the same category to to. Yeah. The key set. But that's what we're doing. Yeah, it is. 
Kisetsu. Is that how it's pronounced? Kisetsu. Kisetsu. You know what? I need to get my mate from Japan to tell me how to pronounce this. Yeah. <laughs> Kisetsu, we'll call it. Yeah. I would say second because then you can't really compare them. They're different animals, but still, I did prefer. You know yeah. what? Okay, I'll, I'll come round to the Black Betty because yeah. we did like just. It, sit there and we just enjoyed it. And we we, we, we stopped talking, and this is a podcast, so we're meant to be yeah. talking. Okay. Yeah, I think the Kisetsu was it was much more sort of like less complex than the Black Betty, but it was still such powerful flavors. So yeah, I definitely go uh, Black Betty number one, mm. um, Kisetsu uh, number two. Now the uh, testing for number three, Bellhaven or Edinburgh I, Castle, because they I, were both good. Yeah, I think that. From, in my head, yeah, there's both. no contest. There's yeah. no contest. It's, nope. it's, it's the Bellhaven twist. Bellhaven. <laughs> Bellhaven's at third. Yeah. And then we have the Edinburgh Castle. Yeah, I, 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 in my head, these three are just sort of like kind of default. Default. <laughs> just at, default. At, at the end. But well, so, now we're not talking about um, who's coming in fifth. We're talking about who's coming in last. Yeah. Now, <laughs> is Wolf Warning worse than Krabby's ginger beer? Honestly, I think it was I, pretty I, bad. I, I think it was. It, it was, was pretty bad. Like yeah. Krabby's ginger beer. <laughs> Not even a craft beer. Nobody thought Krabby's was coming shit. Like, <laughs> I in, definitely did not expect it. Like, I expected us to not even put it on the line. Or, when, when, I, when I found out that it's not a craft beer, I was like, oh, I'm going to be ridiculed so much, I'm just going to have to throw it away. It's not going to be counted, but it beat an actual craft beer yeah. because the wolf warning was just... Yeah. Double brew lago, what were you thinking? It was just bad. Yeah. It just Ste- didn't. Step up your game. I mean, it just it, didn't. I mean, I definitely say it's almost when you've got to try for yourself to like... What's going on? Just to know it's, how you know, low it goes. It's like bird damage on the room where it's yeah. that bad. Oh, <laughs> you have to try it once. You appreciate just so you know, that. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. So we've got Beef Town in first place. Um, Beef Town Black Bat in first place. Uh, yeah. Second place is Siren Craft Brewery Kisetsu. Uh, third up is Bellhaven Twisted Grapefruit. Um, fourth place is. Um, Caledonian? Caledonian, yeah. Caledonian, Caledonian, Edinburgh Castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wild card. Wild card. Place, um, yeah, is it even a craft beer? I, I don't think it is. Um, it's but, not a craft yeah, beer, but. Uh, up in fifth place is Crabby's, uh, <laughs> Crabby's original, original alcoholic ginger beer. Not that fancy stuff. Yeah. Steeped ginger recipe. Ooh. Um, mm. yeah, and last place, unfortunately, Wolf Warning with their double brew lager, which. It didn't hold up. Yeah, I mean. Craft lager, in, in in my experience, never good. Mm. Um, double brewed obviously makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, it just takes away even more somehow. Yeah, but oh. no, I think a good selection to at least start was, with. I think I I, I have learned a lot. As in, don't pick Krabby's ginger beer. <laughs> I I have figured out that I need to do a bit more research before buying these. But yeah, it, it was a good it was a good first selection. Yeah, for a first selection. I'm, yeah, I'm glad to see that one of my choices before. got into the top three. So that's something. At yeah. least one of all. Actually, no, none of your choices got into the top <laughs> no, three. Should we have like a running tally? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got yeah. first place and second place go to James. Yeah. Third place goes to me. You don't even need to talk. <laughs> and then we'll just, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just ignore the rest. I'm glad for my third place. I'll take it. I'll take it. As a, as someone who has zero understanding of craft beers, that's something. Yeah, no, great. I, yeah, I think the park's quite went well. Um, if if you're still listening at this point, uh, thanks for uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's for joining been us. a lovely time. Yeah. And um, if you'd like to correct us on any of the things <laughs> we came out with uh, today, um, you can hit us up on um, at uh, daytime drinkers uh, yes. on, on Twitter. Um, and hopefully um, a couple other places in the near future. But yeah, um, 
Yeah, we'll catch you on the, the next round. And on the flip side, keep drinking. Yeah. Yeah, keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Responsibly.